All right, welcome again to another episode of Romancing Our Stones. I'm Alex. I have Matt here. And again, this is your male survival guide to pop culture and media your girl will most likely be dragging you to. Matt, let's start first with uh, what are we drinking today? Well, today I had to go with a, uh, the, the just like this movie that we're going to be discussing, this is the type of drink that every man likes but doesn't want to admit that he likes it. Uh, this is from Denver Beer Company. It's called the Princess Yum Yum. And that name, it's a 4.8% beer, um, and I think it pairs nicely with the movie we're going to talk about today, because talking, drinking Princess Yum Yum, we're going to be talking about Princess Sophia. Now, if you haven't guessed already, this is the quintessential rom-com that you are dragged to as a male in a relationship. It's directed by Donald Petrie, and the synopsis is the following. Benjamin Barry is an advertising executive and a ladies' man who, to win a big campaign, bets that he can make a woman fall in love with him in 10 days. Andy Anderson covers the how-to beat for Composure magazine and is assigned to write an article on how to lose a guy in 10 days. They meet in a bar shortly after the bet is made. We, of course, are going to be reviewing how to build an Amish swiveling chair in 10 days. Yes, that is that is exactly how you say it in French. In America, we say how to lose a guy in 10 days. So... Um, this is starring Matthew McConaughey, Kate Hudson, a very young Kate Hudson, 24-year-old Kate Hudson, yep. uh, among some other people that you probably know by face but not know by name. Um, also, Officer Dangle was in there, yes. uh, Thomas Lennon, so uh, give, him, yeah, give him a shout-out. Um, but uh, yeah, so this movie is very funny. Yes, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. And I think that a lot of people can relate to this film i for one have had experiences in my dating life where i have i don't know if i was being trying to be distanced but i've had you know things happen to me that these women were doing that uh, were aligned with this movie so we'll talk about that in a little bit but <laughs> they do a pretty good job of, of kind of nailing a lot of things that uh a lot of women tend to do and yeah. it's not you know it's not in a derogatory way at all but it's, it's actually it's, it's comedic because I feel like in every relationship, uh, I feel like a, women watching can relate to maybe a moment where they've had where they've done something that maybe didn't exactly help out the relationship exactly. Oh, and, vice, and, and at the same too, you have this e- macho man ego persona yep. that uh, you know they they hit on well. So no one's no one's safe in this movie. That's for sure. They make fun <laughs> of uh, magazine executives, everything. But um, well, let's get started here. Yeah, cheers. Well, cheers to you. So yeah, let's get into a little so, bit of the good. story. Yeah, uh, I, I'll, I'll lean in. I think one of uh, I think guys are gonna pretty. I think they're gonna appreciate this this movie. I I do again. Like I said, I do disclosure. I'm a big fan of this one again. So maybe I'm biased, but um, yeah, this is. I thought this was a great movie. It's uh, starts with uh, Andy Anderson. Yeah. she's our hero. Tell me about. Tell me about Andy. Andy is uh, a rare breed. Let's call her that much. She, uh, not only is she a diehard Knicks fan, so she likes her basketball and knows her basketball. Okay. But, uh, she's also a 24 year old, just dime piece. Okay. So, I mean, butter those biscuits. <laughs> Cause uh, she is cute. Okay. Well, <laughs> thank you for that. Visual. I'm sorry. I'm still hooked on our bachelor episodes, man. Yeah. What, what's with you and Amish and buttering and biscuits and all this different stuff, man. Uh, we're talking about Addie Anderson. She is the how-to columnist for a magazine called Composure, which I think is a take on Cosmopolitan, mm-hmm. based in New York City. Um, or in style. 
in style. She has dreams for more. She already found out how to solve, you know, create how to make peace in Turkmenistan. She figured it out. She she wants to be more. She goes to her editor and says, "Hey, I want to write more than just how to." Uh, how to make him fall in love with you. How, how to, to get out of a uh, parking ticket. Exactly. And they have this whole montage in the beginning, which is pretty funny. But Damn it, she's just not getting her shot. She's not. And and she has this great pitch. And she's going to go to the staff meeting, which Alex liked, uh, I think you said, because they uh, took their <laughs> shoes off before they started the conversation. Yeah, you know, the tough part about once you kind of take a little bit more of a critical eye to this movie, you kind of realize there's a, there's a lot of themes here that aren't exactly uh, flattering for, for women here. Uh, <laughs> no, there is not. Um, well, even before this, the meeting, you know, this girl broke up with her boyfriend that she's been dating for a week and she's immobilized to the point where she can't get out of bed. Just right. Destroyed and uh, her work's suffering. And, it, you know, I you hear all these days that women don't need no man no more. And this is just the movie is an exact, exact opposite, opposite. Exact opposite direction. Yeah, so so Andy, yeah, so so yeah, Andy shows up to work, finds out that she's not in. She's got to bring her in for this meeting, um, or else she can you know, be, you know risk losing her job. So Andy's a good friend too. Andy's a good friend. She walks over, or she she I don't know, walks over, takes cab over. I don't know what she does, but uh, takes place in Manhattan. She goes over to her friend Michelle, and uh, picks her up, gets her dressed, takes her over to the meeting. Where, of course, all the women are taking off their shoes, they're getting up, you know, putting their feet up on the couch, you know, getting all together, and it's very kind of like, uh, I got kind of like girl sleepover vibes, that's why, again, I was like, this is kind of interesting, I don't think this is how you don't corporate do this, women uh You don't do this at your, your corporate job? Well, I mean, I could, but I'd probably get laughed out of the room. We have a strict shoes-on policy at my work, <laughs> and uh, that's probably because my, you know, our feet stink, and... Some of us have an attractive feet. I'm not going to name names, but, you know, I see them every day when I look in the mirror. Anyway. Uh, and You too? Uh, yeah. So, I, uh, it's weird, though, because, you know, the only person holding Addie back is this editor who... Her boss, yeah. Her boss. And uh, doesn't allow her to do things. And she said, you have to earn your right to write about anything. So, in order to save face for her friend Michelle, she comes up with this idea of... Writing a column on how to lose a guy in 10 days. Because Michelle on, had done all the wrong things. And, and she wants to illuminate the girls on what not to do in a relationship. So, you know, they kind of they kind of know that tongue-in-cheek. They're like, oh, you, Addy, you think, Andy, you think you can uh, you can uh, lose a guy with how pretty you are? You could do whatever you want and he'd never go away. So that's that side of the story materializing. And all, right, it, and all of a sudden you hear a motor revving. All right, and you see this guy swerving through traffic. You see golden locks flopping behind him, off the motorcycle, which conveniently has a second ham helmet attached to the back mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. He's going to work. Who's he? Who's he picking up? Um, <laughs> steps off Matthew McConaughey. Yes, thirty-four-year-old Matthew McConaughey, Dreamboat Matthew McConaughey, mm-hmm. and uh, McConaughey in its prime, probably you could argue. So I, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> in his prime for sure. You can see that with the first scene that he's in when he takes his shirt off yes. and every girl in the office is looking at him. After he hits on one of his co-workers on the way into the building, of course. So, Does not skip he that works point. for an ad agency and I know admin are really weird. I watch Mad Men where they wear suits every single day. Yep. First thing he does when he gets in the office is change his shirt. And that's somehow... It's his, it's his biking shirt. He can't can't work in that shirt, probably. Oh, is that the reason why? why? Okay. I'm just guessing, but... Oh. But yes. We have it a lot in Denver when you'd ride your bike to work day. you know. But usually you go into like... A restroom and change in a stall or a locker room at a facility. Yes, that's what normal people who don't but have people McConaughey's body rock hard six pack abs. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have that, so yeah, I, I find a nice, quiet, dark place to go change. Hey, girls, why would you want a six pack when you can have a keg? Serves more. 
Just behind the refrigerator door, man. <laughs> um, anyway, you know, he works for this ad agency. It's it's like the friend's apartment of places to work. They're working on multi-billion dollar accounts, but they have a pool table in the middle. They got this relaxed vibes. He's the sports and beer guy, you know. It's all the hyper-masculine stuff that, that, that placates to the male the male audience. Sports, he, he dreams, women. He dreams bigger, you yeah. know. He found a way to break loose this account for a diamond for a diamond company, and he wants to be the point man on it. But hips and lips, the Judies, right? Yes, both of them are Judies. Yep, we're there, and they want the they want the ability to do this ad campaign because they are women and they know what how to sell culture, class, and rarity and charm and all this stuff that they'll gladly tell you while flaunting major sex appeal to this doofus boss who. This whole entire movie, <laughs> yeah. he flirts between doofus to a sincere guy. And and, and sage sage wise elder. Sage wise yeah. elder and also very <laughs> stupid at the same time. Yeah. Easily um, manipulated too. So <laughs> so you know and then, you know, Matthew McConaughey has two coworkers which are great that are yeah. just kinda like Tweedledee and Tweedledum. They're the comedic entertainment that 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 keep the uh keep the pace of the movie going in my opinion. Yeah. They 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 kinda keep McConaughey's character in check because he is you know, supposed to be gorgeous and everything to get his own way, but they kind of keep him in check, make fun of him. But, you know, either, you know, no matter how you spin it, the Judys went to the comp- Composure magazine. Because they're in advertising. Because they're, they're in advertising. The, the magazine to see about getting deals. Or they're getting the next year lined up. And they heard that Andy's doing this article for the 10 guy days. And then for whatever reason, in the world, New York City's best lit bar, um, <laughs> Every bar, by the way, in this movie is extremely well lit. Restaurants as well, which is kind of mind-blowing. What I really liked about this particular bar was the music was so low you could hear each other talk. <laughs> yeah. And everyone had either a beer, which was a Bud Heavy. Yes, or, or the quintessential. Quintessential New York martini. Yep. Uh, and so One olive, nothing dirty, though. Matthew McConaughey wasn't invited to this bar, but he may, he sat down anyway to talk to the ad man and said, he deserves this account. Well, because they were having the meeting about the diamond account. The, the Judys, the women, were talking to the boss. Correct. So McConaughey comes in uninvited, sits down, makes his presence known. He wants to be point man on this. And what is he going to do to earn that account? He is going to make a bet with the Judys, essentially, and the boss, to woo any woman in that bar. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Not woo. To make them make, make them fall in love, in actually, love with yeah. him, yeah. In ten days. In ten days. If he doesn't, deal's not his. If he does, he is a point man on the diamond account. And who do the Judys spot when they're looking for this woman? But a heavy woman, and they fat shamed her. <laughs> yes, does happen. Actually, <laughs> does happen. I mean, I gotta tell you, like watching this movie, like women are so ruthless to each other and i think that's pretty true in real life i mean it's like you know you hear a lot about you know men being mean to women or whatever maybe but women man they, no mercy they are of no mercy in this the through line to this whole thing um they find andy in the background of the bar. schmoozing schmoozing looking She's for looking a guy for to lose guy. yep and they said you need to make that girl fall in love with you knowing that uh she's trying to not be with someone after 10 days so, they thought they had a slam dunk. Matthew McConaughey had a very riveting conversation about politics, space uh, space travel, you know, space force, all these different things. It was really in-depth. It was like a good, what would you say, three-hour portion of the movie? Their conversation when they first met? Or was it seven words? Yeah, I'm really more on the ladder there. I was going to say, <laughs> what movie are you watching? Seven words. It was like, 
Thirsty? Yes. Hungry? Yeah. Outside? Now? Yes. Go? Sex? Deal. <laughs> Literally. Uh, and then he takes her to a crab and lobster restaurant where they are... The crab boil. Crab boil, crunching things, covered in butter. And you said... What they, I forget what they played there. I You know... They played, they played truth, truth or Dare. Truth or Dare. Yes. Where the, you know, the, the uh, stereo, or not stereotypical, but the, again, the, the go-to for a lot of uh, Hollywood movies, I feel like, in romantic comedies is, all's fair in love and war. Oh, that's the worst cliche <laughs> at all. <laughs> right? Yeah. I feel like that's always mentioned, like, yeah. But anyways, so yes. Written by people who have never been to war. <laughs> and not that I've been either, but I'm just saying that, I, I think if you talked to some Vietnam vet and said, you know, was Vietnam a lot like falling in love? They'd be like, fuck you. Because <laughs> they're old now. Um, I was going to say that sounded like a ghost. Yeah, we'll take that out on post. Um, post. Yeah. So, anyway, she goes over to his house. He tries to set the mood. Um, and I forget what song he plays. Oh, he plays uh, He plays Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No. No. Who does he play? He plays... What is that? Nelly. He plays Nelly, of all people. Got getting hot in here. Okay. <laughs> Lighting candles, Nelly. and he said, "No, this ain't one night stand." A woman, oh, uh, love, love is not a one night stand. Yeah, right? so he blew a... out as many candles as he could, changed it to Nat King Cole, and or Al Green, Al Green, changes it to Al Green. Sorry, yeah, changes Al Green, and um, so <laughs> and lowers the light, dims the light, gets it a little bit more romantic mm. in there. And he's and he tries to play it cool, like you come over to me, and she's like. No, you come over to me. He's like, nah, man. Very flirtatious, non-verbally. Again, they, yeah. they share very few just, words. Just tapping areas of the room, expecting the other person to go to gravitate towards that area. Yes. Yeah. It, was, it is a sultry game of charades. <laughs> so they end up hooking up, but she, Andy ends it before it goes too far. They keep saying that. Yeah. Oh, we're going too fast. We're going too fast. They keep, they keep going further and further. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and they go their way. Then since they have to... Uh, you know, since they have 10 days to do this, they have to see each other the next day. And, you know, Matthew McConaughey sends lots of flowers to her work and she leaves her purse behind. And, you know, there's this really awkward scene where three grown men really want to go through a stranger, strange girl's purse. Yep. Like, you're a male. Do you have any interest in going through your wife's purse? No. Or a girl that you just met's purse? Because no. what are you going to find? Nothing I want to find. You're going to find that's for sure. You're going to find nothing. I'm not, nothing. I'm going to like. Nothing you want. Nothing you want to find. You're not. You're going to find Beano pills. You're going to find tampons. You're going to find all the stuff that you don't want to find in this purse. Yeah. You know who it belongs to. You don't need to find an address. Keep it shut. But yeah. they knock it over. Yes. Oops. Oops. And they did find a tampon, but they make a quip saying, "This is where women get all their source of power." Um, yeah. It's and he stumbles upon. So that part is that that scene is a bit derivative. But yeah. yes, continue. And then he what finds two on? tickets to the Knicks playoff game. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so because we also again we also live in a world where not only are they living in one of the most expensive places on the planet to live in, but they can afford anything. Mm-hmm. Money's not an issue. His apartment's a full floor loft, like this two floors. Because says true. upstairs. Yeah. yeah. So. In reality, Matt McConaughey is probably bringing in about easy seven figures. Easy seven figures. If I he truly it. owns that, maybe he's renting. I don't know. But we don't, we don't know. But the dude's loaded. If that's the case, he's got two floors in like the Upper East Side. So you and I actually watched this together. We weren't entirely holding hands the entire movie, but um, we were watching this together, and we both had issues with 
the sports angle in this movie. <laughs> yes. For, for the same and different reasons at the same time. The, I don't like romance movies when they try to incorporate sports because these are clearly movies... These are clearly sports scenes written by people that have no idea what's going on with sports. It's kind of like when an annou- like a like a sports commentator who's never played like like especially they do this in football like like some of these guys on like ESPN they've never played a snap they've never got stepped out on the court and they're somehow trying to talk about the sport or no. the mental edge or things like that that doesn't they have no idea about. Yeah. But I mean the first thing that stuck out with you what was the first thing that stuck out with you with the the, the Knicks game they went to. Well, one, this is what really, for most guys, will we'll throw this off the the realm. I think I think Black Panther is probably a more realistic movie at this point than this movie because the Knicks and the Kings are playing in the playoffs for a ch- I think it's got to be the finals because they're not in the same conference. Sacramento. New York, Sacramento. That game is never gonna happen. No. Ever. No. Ever. No. And it's the quintessential kiss cam. Yeah. You know, it talks about how like there's. You know, one minute left, and you know this is actually pretty. This happened to me before. You know, at a concert. See, luckily, it's never happened. Explain, yeah. Explain what, what so, so she's starting to implement her plan to lose this guy, make this guy disinterested by doing things that girls. She do flips all the, time. the switch. She's she, been flirtatious. She's, she's been, been super cool so far, yeah. and then all of a sudden, with one minute left, it was a tie ball game or close to. Knicks were just barely down. She, she flips the switch to go get him a drink from the concession stand. Now so. this is the let's leave early. Let's beat traffic. Can you go get me a drink? Can you go, you know, do this or that? I'm hungry at any sporting event or concert, whatever it may be. This happens a, a lot. Honeydew. So he, yeah. Yeah, honeydew. So he, he, he begrudgingly gets the cup, fills it up, gets back. He still has time left, and it is not diet. So she sends him back. <laughs> and he goes up there, and he misses the entire game. And time is still go. Yeah, still, time is still winding down the final seconds of the day. Final second. This is game one. He sinks the game winner while Matthew McConaughey is running up the stairs to get the Diet Coke. Missing even just the the screen from inside where the concession stand is. Doesn't even doesn't even see it going. He, he just hears it. And then he and then they're walking out afterwards and she said and she was bragging about how great the finish was. Yeah. And since he had the bet, he's like, I wanna see you tomorrow. So after the Knicks game, I'm trying to see what they do here. Um, you know well, well after the Knicks game, he sends her home pack in the taxi cab. Correct. And but from there, he that's when he gets his first little taste. Then we get we get situations that occur where on another uh, another date of theirs, uh, he, she starts she uh, she kind of moves into his space a little bit. She oh. starts she starts putting in like women's products, hygiene products in his cabinet in the, in the bathroom. Teddy bears, teddy pink blankets. Bears. <laughs> yes, and and she bought him a love fern, which yes. I have had happen to me. I have had a girl that I'm dating really? give me a plant. Wow. Yeah, didn't call it a love fern. But it was something for me was, to take care of. It was a love succulent. It was. It wasn't a succulent, but <laughs> you're. I think I like where your head's at. But and that wasn't the case. You know, it's happened to me on multiple occasions, actually. So yeah. you know, it, this was kind. Of, this always makes me laugh. Um, he made her a exquisite rack of lamb with a cherry bla- glaze, and she uh, all of a sudden pretends that she doesn't eat meat. Yes, she's Where vegan. See, she's vegan. She's vegan, and you see her eating a hamburger in the scene before yeah. while she's in the office. Yes. So they go to this vegan restaurant, and she says instead. And they also miss the game because he had the game on. Yeah, the two, which okay. also we talked about this seven games in about ten days. Seven. Yeah, playoff? they did a full seven game series in ten days, and any Amazing. guy knows that that, that that is not ever the case. Nor is game one, two, and three played in New York. You know, you alternate the schedule based on home field home court advantage. So like they said, go to this fake news. Fake, yeah, fake news. They go. They go to this vegan restaurant and all of a sudden Andy yells out my boyfriend thinks I'm fat and 
that's happened to me as well before. Not yelling out in public, but this is something that happens. And she runs off pretending to cry while he has to deal with the angry patrons in the uh, vegan restaurant. And she watches the basketball game with the chefs in the back. And he's losing <laughs> while his While she's eating whatever they're eating, which is not vegan. Which is not vegan at all. <laughs> so, Which I'm also kind of like, does she know them? Like, I know, she's got to be friends with them. Because it's a scene that like it, it works well as a movie scene. But then like, when you actually step back, you go... How yeah. did she know those guys? Last time I was in Shelly's and I went back to where the line cooks were, I wasn't as welcome as she was. But granted, yeah. I don't look like Kate Hudson. Pretty sure they're calling the cops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so that's that's like the second really interaction with Megan where she's flipping the switch. She's kind of flipping the script on this guy. This poor guy. And then... Then she photoshops a photo album with yes. the help of his mom. Prior to guys poker night and i know you have a real bone to pick on this issue oh i hate i don't know about you i don't i don't like these poker night cliches you see this in every rom-com like the only opportunity a man gets to go out is to and hang out with guys guys is night. either to do one or two things poker night where Which there's excessive clubs. smoking cigars and picking out on stuff that doesn't make sense i wasn't gonna say strip clubs i was oh. gonna say shooting pool <laughs> Yeah, all right. Like, yeah, the pool, I, the pool hall, pool. The same thing: smoking cigars, cigarettes, whatever, drinking beers. And it's like I know a lot of guys. You know, I would say half of my friends are guys. I don't know many guys that go to the pool hall or have poker nights. To be honest, with I've you. never done that. Yeah, it's video poker is all the rage now. You don't even need your friends yeah. for that shit. Or you just you go to the casinos. Like yeah, it, it, yeah. How far away is Vegas? How far away is Blackhawk? Get us there. Yes. But she interrupts the she interrupts a poker game. You know, it was pretty. Fu- it's a really funny scene where she's going around. Laughing at herself, you know, behind the behind the uh, the sh- uh, the blinds there. She pops. Oh yeah, she opens up and says peekaboo. Yeah, and she's going around saying, "Oh, blow your nose, Mister Sniffles." Yeah, nobody likes Mister Sniffles. Replacing people's bar food so with she's cucumber just, sandwiches. She's gotten way too cute around the guys, and she's just obnoxious. She's annoying. She bring. Oh, oh, oh we forgot about the dog. She brought the dog. Oh, this ugly dog that pees on the pool table at work. Oh, and she brings him in. And... A lot of pee on felt jokes. Yeah. The pee's on the poker table. And that, one of the better scenes that reminds me of the beer that we're drinking is that she names his his penis Princess Sophia. And he Princess freaks Sophia. out. He freaks out. Yeah. And I don't know if you're with me on this one, but if I'm, you know, with an attractive woman and it doesn't matter what she calls anything. It's like, I don't want that to kill a mood, but he de- <laughs> he was determined to have it be something more manly. If she wants to play with Princess Sophia, go yes let's get out pretty, pretty <laughs> I don't princess. Care. let's put on fake earrings <laughs> yeah. i don't care yeah let's go but he he's like no why don't you call him spike or butch or, or crawl the warrior king, king. which so, is one of the best lines in the movie actually. it is and, and she buys him a dog and calls the calls dog the dog crawl the warrior king, king. <laughs> anyway the love for him dies she freaks out he keeps he wants out he's done but he finally snaps yeah because he because you have to remember this whole time he's been trying to make her fall in love with him so he's been super patient. He's been super easygoing. He's been showing her that he's committed to this relationship, all for the sake of winning his side of the bet too. And finally, he hits a breaking point at this poker night where she—I mean, she, yeah, like I said, the cucumber sandwiches. She's putting out the cigars. She's embarrassing him. You know, with the dog with, pisses on the table. Yes, and his buddy, his with coworkers that. are at the poker night. They said, "You can't lose this account." For the guys us. from his account, yeah, suggest couples counseling. And there's a funny thing in there where he's like, "Every time my wife threatens divorce, I say couple counseling." <laughs> it's, it's a pretty funny line. So he runs down, suggests that. She says yes, and she has her coworker Michelle, who got dumped in the beginning, pretend to be the psychiatrist, and she recommends going to his parents' house 
yes. over the weekend. Who is Michelle from the very beginning. The whole reason this whole dealing got started. She, she enlists the help of her friend Michelle, who plays a, a, a psychiatrist. Very funny scene where she, they, you know, he pretends... Like, she gets... Kate Hudson pretends to get mad that he's flirting with the therapist. <laughs> Uh, but that is that, that is actually the best line in the whole movie because then yeah. then they go quickly they take a hard left turn on the yeah. maybe he's gay how long has he been has he been uh, known that he's gay and then his line is uh, you know f- five first seconds ago I was gay and now you're accusing me of hitting on another woman <laughs> yeah was a, five seconds ago I was gay <laughs> it was pretty, it's a great line anyway she goes to Staten Island and his parents to are visit playing, the family to visit his parents. You know, he's going to, he, they kind of both drop their guard, and, you know, Matt McConaughey comes quintessential cool, cool man. This this is where this is where the story really, really starts heading in the right direction. Because they start to realize they're actually in love. And and they're actually re- two really cool people that actually do get along. But I, I have an issue, because they're playing a game called Bullshit, which, yep. is, which is a fun card game to play. The way that they score the game and the scoreboard that they have makes me feel like they've only played like five games of bullshit ever because they said it, they allude to this the thing and he's the bullshit champ yeah you know mom can't tell a lie and you know there's this great scene where they're calling each other's bullshit out and uh i had a very hard time with the fact that no one in matthew mcconaughey's whole family has an accent and he's so yeah deep steep like southern rooted mom does though the mom has that weird accent she goes like Oh, it's because I'm so pure of heart. Oh, I guess yeah, so. Yeah, so she's got Okay. It. Dad doesn't, though. You know, because Dad doesn't even have, like, a Staten Island accent, you know, either. Like, or, like, anywhere in New no. York. So, I don't know. But he was in the Navy, got stationed there. Maybe he just stayed there. I don't know. But, yeah. Anyway, they go out on a motorcycle. They kind of, like... Drive around the island. Drive around the island. She falls in love with his family. So, not really with him, but with his family. <laughs> kind of true, yeah. She doesn't... She's like, I've, I've always wanted a family like this. It's like, so I guess you'll do. Yeah. Um, gets, the guy that's ripped and six pack abs. Yeah, they got they got splashed by a truck. She yeah. was wearing a sh- wet t shirt. Uh, wet t shirt. Con- she didn't wear a bra. She wore a wife beater. Yeah, but she didn't wear a bra the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, that's which, actually something. Yeah, make a note, guys. Make, yeah, you'll never see. wearing a bra. Anyway, it's they, like Jennifer Aniston and Friends. Yeah, <laughs> really? Oh yeah, I, I need to go back and watch. Oh yeah, we'll, okay. we'll cover that one. Another oh yeah, series. here we go. Yeah. Friends marathon. Here yeah, we come. here we go. Uh, they do. They do it. They do it in the shower to a very to a very. Well placed when you song. put it that way, it's not yeah. very romantic. Well, we're, we're on a time crunch here. Um, they do it in the shower, and she falls in love with him. And I, th- and I think she likes her, too, even though she was a little crazy. He likes her, yeah. Uh, they go to his big event, and um, the, 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 the diamond, The diamond, you know, opening. The diamond opening, yeah. the frost yourself, which we frost even get into, yourself, which is yeah. the worst slogan for diamonds ever. And it was also Matthew McConaughey's pitch. Anyway, so... <laughs> He's yeah. a bad ad guy. Just to- I, I think that they covered it when he yells out the window, "Hey, ladies of New York, frost, frost yourselves. yourselves!" She's like, "Frost you!" <laughs> I think that that demonstrates how bad the slogan it is. Terrible. I mean, I don't know, a how many women buy diamonds, and b how many guys are like, "Well, frost yourself." That yeah. sounds great. <laughs> sounds close to fuck yourself. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I think that's what I immediately think of. Like, oh, that's kind of that's a little too close. I'm pretty sure the ad team would be like, they'd be they'd be firing that idea. It's kind of like. Like apples? Yeah. Um, okay, bad ad, bad ad campaign. So another cliche happened at the party. Okay. Which, one are, you, which one are you talking about? Well, there's a lot. But, <laughs> you know, they both find out simultaneously that they both had ulterior motives through this whole thing. Within the same moment, yeah. The exact the same moment. Out, yeah. The Judys realize that they lost, so they try to sabotage the relationship. Yes, because the boss does catch Andy really just kind of having a loss of loss for words when he kind of mentions like a woman in love. Yeah. You know, nothing and, nothing looks like a woman in and love. She's like, or, don't tell him. Yep. And they realize they lost, so they send in the, the, the goon squad to 
you know, we really confront her. And then yep. simultaneously, Matthew McConaughey runs into her boss saying, Andy is writing a column called How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. They all of a sudden, she, Andy gets way more pissed than, <laughs> than Matthew McConaughey is. McConaughey's just disappointed. But Benjamin Barry at this point is just disappointed. He's just as queen. He's like, ah, but yeah, yeah, you still fell in love with me. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they start singing a song. It's pretty funny. Anyway, she goes, Andy decides she's done. She quits. She's done with love. She's done with a column. And she's going to go to Washington. Matthew McConaughey yeah. uh, wins the thing, but he kind of has this look in his eye like, I don't know if I want this anymore. I want her. Yep. So he runs to her office, and they said she's gone. And then he Packs runs outside. Bags. Runs outside, and he sees her entering a cab. And then the, this chase scene that always happens in every chick flick. Yeah. You know, it's like... Straps on the helmet, gets on the bike, starts ripping through downtown like there's no traffic. And luckily for him, he drove a motorcycle the entire time. This whole thing's coming together. Yes, yes. And, Which is why you buy a motorcycle. And it's important because you know what he grabbed to show her? The fern. The love fern. The love fern. Yep. And they meet, he stops her, and they kiss, and then the movie kind of movie's ends. over. It's all it's all downhill from there. It's all they downhill. They got through it. So, that, you know, that's kind of the synopsis in a nutshell. We really need to figure out where this falls on the stone, stone level. So... You guys know how the show works. We rate this show. Each of us have two stones to give. Four Naturally. stones means that, uh, you know, this is a good movie that you'll enjoy. No stones means that you probably will have to get castrated to go with your girls to enjoy this. <laughs> so, uh, I'll go first. I love this movie. I mean, I hate to say it, but yep. it's really funny. Yep. It's really funny. There's great jokes. You know, the, the everyone works is typecasted very well. I give this two stones. I think that you won't dis you won't hate it you won't be disappointed you'll laugh mm-hmm. i laugh the whole way through this is a personal favorite of rom-coms here what about you alex yep uh, i'm right there with you two stones hands down easy easy decision uh at any point when as a guy you might be like all right here we go down the romantic side they hit you with something different they hit you with some good lines they entertain you you stay entertained throughout this whole movie and it's not too long it's right i mean right when you're ready for that this story to be over it's over it's over i mean I, it, they nailed it in terms of duration Timing of jokes, plot, you know, yes, you know, we can pick fun of a lot of different scenes, which you just did here, but hands down, it's one of my favorite rom-coms to watch. I, I would watch, if my, my wife ever, you know, kept asking to watch this one on a regular basis, no problem. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. I'd watch this one by myself, too. It's very funny. All right, so that's our show. Uh, four Stones. Like four Stones. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. So follow us on Twitter, at Guys. And that's at R-O-S-T-O-N-E-S-G-U-Y-S. Uh, let us know what you thought of the movie. What you, st- How many stones you give this particular movie and anything that we may have missed or wanted to comment on. Leave us in the comments. Also, if you want us to uh, watch a different movie or there's a movie that you'd like us to review, uh, let us know which one. We'd be happy to check it out and uh, give it a go. So, again, follow us on Twitter. Let us know what you think. And uh, thanks again for listening. Alex, did you like your uh, Princess Yum Yum? Yeah, mine's already finished. Yours isn't. Oh, wow. Call me out on air, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, bottoms Bottoms up. up. All right. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. I finished it by the way, you asshole. (laughs) Now you did.